Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Oh my gosh, it's a new year, people. It's a new year, and I am so super pumped for what God has in 2020. I love that number, 2020. Here we are, beginning of the year. What are we going to talk about? What's important? You know what? This should be the year of the Bible. Never in history have more people had access to the Word of God in more languages with more creativity than ever before. What if 2020 was the year where churches and ministries rallied more people to the Bible than ever before? Imagine what God would do if we collectively turned to Him. Join millions around the world to make 2020 the year of the Bible. It's time to listen for God's voice. It's time to let the Word speak. Mm-mm-mm. I just I just get chills. It is time for the word to speak. Enough of this. Time is short, ladies. Let's get it done. Year of the Bible. I am sitting with my friend, Reagan Kramer, as my co-guest host. Reagan, I'm on pins and needles. Introduce our guests that are here with us today. Thank you, Shug. Jay and Steph Anderson are here. Woohoo! Hello, hello. They're in amazing. the house. They are in the house, and they're good friends of mine and Shugs. And we're just so grateful to have you guys here. I know you have a busy schedule, but this is going to be powerful. Jay Anderson is the director of ministry expansion for Pulse Ministries, and Jay's traveled all over the country his high school years because his father worked for Billy Graham. So you sort of inherited the family business and traveled with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, setting up festivals and all kinds of crazy cool things talking about Jesus. And now as a lead ministry for partnerships, Jay uses his God-given talents to network across the country um, with different ministries, events, bands, and speakers for Pulse. Jay lives in Minneapolis with his gorgeous wife, Steph, and three beautiful children, Caleb, Addie, and Asher. Jay, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks a lot, Reagan. Thanks, Shug. And Steph, Thank you. Thank you. Love you being here. Love your kids. Love your passion for Jesus. Love your passion for Pulse and everything you've done for the Billy Graham Association. And I love that you are a homeschool mom, hmm. that you've, you're giving it all to your kids right now in Jesus Christ, and that you are a prayer warrior for them and many people around the world. So we love you being here. We're going to jump into our first question. Jay, what is Pulse Ministries? Yeah, well, thanks, Reagan. Um, yeah, Pulse, it's, it's an evangelistic ministry really geared towards the next generation. Um, we just really have been uh, mentored and and uh, and really come alongside by the Billy Graham team over our years. We have a founder, uh, Nick Hall, who's mm-hmm. a founder, chief communicator, evangelist for our team. Uh, we've had the opportunity to share the gospel in front of over 5 million people in person over the last 12 years. And uh, yeah, we uh, we just mainly go by the invitation of uh, college ministries and churches that really want to see an evangelistic outreach event happen in their city or on their campus. Mm. So our our whole heart is how do we rally the body of Christ together 
How do we train them up? How do we see an evangelistic catalytic season happen? And then how do we really continue follow-up after the outreach is over with the local churches? And what do you find is the average age range that you're targeting through Pulse? Yeah, our our target audience is 18 to 24 years old. Wow. Wow. And why are you targeting 18 to 24-year-olds, Jay? Yeah, I mean, we just believe that they're the future. They're the next generation. If we lose that generation, Mm -hmm. we lose the rest of the generation. So we just really believe that that is a influential years in their lives where they make decisions that can really affect the rest of their lives forever. Now, you know, I do prison ministry and I go in and preach the gospel in the prisons. And I got to tell you, this is the most Bible illiterate Mm. generation we have. So I'm like super pumped. You guys are doing this for Christ. Year of the Bible, ladies, 2020. Not only have I seen Paul's do evangelism, But through the process, there's discipleship, Mm -hmm. there's prayer, there's revival, there's renewal, and there's evangelism. There's so Mm -hmm. much more to unpack in this. Mm -hmm. And there's so many amazing things where the church, the body of Christ, comes together and works as a team and how we are wired. Amen, Steph. Yes, I've been to many of your Pulse events, and they are super powerful. And people are crossing over from death to life. And people have hope Mm -hmm. in Christ for the first time from shame and guilt and all those things we go through. But that generation that you're trying to reach, it's you see that over and over. So we are so thankful for you guys. Yeah, no, thanks. And, and that's really this year has just really been something that's been put on Nick and, and the rest of our team is just like as we are doing evangelistic events and as we are teaching people on how to share their faith, uh, we just really felt like people need to know the Word of God yeah. and fall in love with the Word of God so that they can be sharing the Word of God. Yeah. So even though we're an evangelistic ministry, uh, prayer is a huge part of us, um, but we also really felt like we need to raise the banner uh, for the Bible more than ever before. We believe that it speaks, and we just want to let it speak this year in Amen. 2020. Amen. So go into detail. What is the year of the Bible? What does that mean? What does that look like? We've got a lot of uh, national listeners throughout the United States. Can they get this in their own town and can they get connected and just share the broad view and what's happening through Pulse? No, that's good. So, I mean, it's it's definitely made up of a lot of different ministries across the nation. And, uh, and it's literally a global movement um, that we just want to really raise the banner for the Bible and have it more t- talked about more than ever before. We want to really call the church um, to be preaching it more than ever before. I think a lot of times like what we see and what we hear is just, and, and we love the church, but we just don't feel like it is as much Bible as, as it used to be. And really we're trying to get people uh, back in the Word of God and having conversations around it and really taking action and getting people back into it. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the three steps is having the conversation, talking about everybody being a part of it, dec- declaring it, uh, really to encourage the church to be a part of it, and then really try to get people into the Word of God through action. Uh, okay. It's everything I do. I need a seatbelt, John. I need a seatbelt <laughs> on my seat because I'm just like so pumped. John, can you hardly stand it back there? I'll get the engineer. We'll rig up a seatbelt. Oh, for my you. gosh. We'll you rig know, an ejection need, seat, too. I need right? one of those bouncy chairs so I can sit here with excitement and jump up and down. Okay, y'all know I'm an evangelist. I love to share the gospel. My greatest thing is to watch people cross over from death to life. It never gets old. There's nothing like it in the whole entire universe. But what I love is that I'll go and I'll listen to different events or speakers or whatever, and I'm like, tell them how. Tell them how. Mm-hmm. Just get, take them mm-hmm. to the next step. How? How do you receive Christ? How do you invite them in your life? Mm-hmm. And what I loved what you said, Jay, is that you're teaching them how to share their faith. Yeah. That's intimidating to a lot of people. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. And, uh, and, and I think the reason why it's intimidating to us is just because we haven't seen it model and we haven't actually done it. Um, and, and the reason why we haven't done it is because we don't know how. And the reason why we don't know how is because we're not in God's word. Mm-hmm. We just believe that mm-hmm. let's get back to the basics. Let's truly get in to hear what God says. Mm-hmm. And as we continue to, to read and as we continue to make that something that is just filling our hearts and our lives, we're just going to continue to want to share it and we're going to mm-hmm. continue to want to pour it out. I'm just getting fired up about this because now you're going to reach these 18 to 24 year olds, but you're also going to reach a lot more people, their parents, even younger people. And we, you guys, we have kids, our sons are the same age and I get crazy questions already from a seven year old at night before bed. And literally I am like, the only answer I have is the word of God. Hmm. Like, Lord, give me the answer. I mean, these are hard, confusing questions Mm -hmm. in today's world. And this is all I have to go to. And I just feel like we need to realize that we are in a war for our minds and for our hearts right now in this world. And the word of God is the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing more about it. We just, we just say, let the word of God speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, just let's speak. We we typically do every Wednesday, we do a, a public reading of scripture. And we just believe that as a team, as we let the word of God just speak to us and, and we speak it or we listen to it for 45 minutes and then we just, we're done. But we just believe that as we're reading it and as we're listening to it, that God is going to speak to us through it. And it's just powerful. There's nothing more. I mean, there's so many times that we try to answer our own stuff with our own words. And we're just like, man, just get into the Word of God. Let it speak. Mm-hmm. And, and He'll do the rest. Mm-hmm. So. And have peace yeah. about your life. Yeah. I mean, like you were saying, Shug, I mean, right now, I mean, this generation is the most biblical, illiterate generation uh, that that our nation's ever seen. Mm-hmm. So we're just, we're really praying for a Bible revival here in America, here in 2020, we just need to see just revival happen. And we've seen over the years, decades and centuries past, we've seen different revivals that have happened. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of it's through prayer and unity and fasting. But there is uh, in the book of Second Kings, when, uh, when Josiah actually like read the word of God out loud, mm-hmm. And, uh, and we just believe that we just need to continue to read the word of God mm-hmm. out loud. And then revival broke through there. And we're just believing for God to do that again in this day, yeah. this generation. Now, as a Pulse movement, do you guys um, work uh, with individuals on the basics? How do you get started? How do you get into it? Is there a way that they can contact you? Do you have a website? What would you tell someone? Yeah, there's just the yearofthebible.com. Is, uh, is where you can really be a part of this movement. You can sign the declaration and get involved. It will have resources for how your church can be involved, how you as an individual can be involved, how your ministry can be involved. Uh, it's not something that is a cookie-cutter way of how to do it. We just mm-hmm. are believing mm-hmm. that we want it to be your year of the Bible, whatever that looks like. However, mm-hmm. there's so many different organizations that are a part of it with Version, the Bible Project, uh, American Bible Society, um, the Bible Museum, Campus Crusade, Louis Plow. I mean, just Collegiate Deborah, you name it. Like, there is hundreds of different organizations that are partnering with the Year of the Bible this year. And we are just excited to, to really see how each of these different organizations will truly implement it in their own way. We're, we're praying for thousands, literally thousands of churches to partner up with it this year and really see that this is their year for the Bible. Okay. You need to add him for her ministries 
We're doing we the year of the Bible in prison. Come on. Let's do it. Come on. I'm, am I pumped? Amen. Amen. Pumped. Yeah, I'm changing all my messages I got lined up. We're going to do year <laughs> of the Bible, people. Yeah. I am so yeah. excited. John's like, quit slamming the table. I can hear it on the I microphone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay, so your goal is you want people to get involved, right? Yeah. They start reading the Bible. Let's say someone hears about this and they start reading the Bible how what follow up do, do you guys have? I know that you have some amazing discipleship apps. You're doing some trainings, moveclosser.org. Yeah. Can you tell us about yeah, that? Yeah, so we have a few different resources. Uversion is putting together plans for this. Um, like we said, uh, the Bible Project is American Bible Society. A lot of different plans that people can kind of go through and, and be a part of. The Move platform, uh, like you were talking about, is is really a step for when somebody uh, wants to grow closer, move closer to God, or they just responded to Christ for the first time, it's actually an app that, that you can download um, or you can go on the website, moveclosser.org. But on this web, on this platform here, it, it is like a one-on-one discipleship mm-hmm. with somebody that you want to go through together. And it tracks everything together by your phones. And it's different Bible verses. It's videos. Um, it is questions on there. It's a verse that you memorize, and there's, there's. It's kind of like a Spotify with different albums and tracks that you can, um, that you can download and and play throughout the week. So it's an eight week track. There. So where does the one on one come in? Okay, so you're one. Who's the other one? You have to invite them. Oh, invite okay. So you both. It. So you can do. So the other person doesn't have to be knowledgeable. You guys can just follow this and exactly. and learn together. And sometimes that word discipleship gets a little. Unused in America today, people aren't quite sure what that means. What did you mean by that? Yeah, I would say that, I mean, it's, well, I was going to say like uh, the Move platform is kind of like your Paul, and then mm-hmm. the people that are going through it are kind of like Timothy's. Mm-hmm. So they're, the Paul is the Move, and, and they're going to be actually coaching you mm-hmm. and, and helping you understand. Uh, so I'd say, in a sense, like discipleship is another word for coaching and, mm-hmm. and mentoring. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. I like that. Coaching and mentoring. And we do that through him for her ministries. If you're just tuning in, my name is Shug Burry. This is the greatest radio show ever. I want you to know I'm super pumped about today. Today is the year of the Bible 2020. So super pumped what God is doing through our guests and through the Pulse Ministries. Uh, Reagan, I just want you to take it away because I can hardly even stand my seat. <laughs> So how get that seatbelt shook. Yeah. So you're promoting it through different churches. If if I'm involved with a church and I don't know anything about it or I haven't heard about it, how can I get my church involved? Yeah. I mean the the simplest thing and uh that you can do is just go to the year of the Bible dot com okay. and uh, and click on church resources or click on individual resources. Um and and they'll they'll continue to help get you through um yeah, just the vision and, and desire that you want to do as a church. It's it's not it doesn't look the same for any church. So mm-hmm. we we have a number of different uh, Bible plans and a lot of different prayer plans and a lot of different um, events and different uh, ministries that are partnering up so that you can use each of those different resources. It's it's really a movement yeah. um, more than anything, and just really calling our nation and really our globe mm-hmm. to get into the Word of God more than ever before. Mm-hmm. Okay, ladies. Why wouldn't you do this? Really? I, you know, I, you're listening to the show. You know God's calling you. Why wouldn't you do this? It's not to turn you into a Bible scholar. 
Although it's amazing how much you'll learn. And what it is, is it's our handbook for life. It's our opportunity to hear God's words jump off the page. Um, and he will be inspiring us and teaching us and coaching us and walking alongside us. And when you have the Holy Spirit living in you, how do I get that? Well, you say yes to Jesus. You say, yes, I need you. I invite you into my life. Then the Holy Spirit comes into your life. And when he lives with you, he is guiding you. you get like a 24-7 counselor that's going to speak in your ear and guide you and walk with you. And then when you're in God's word, those words jump off the page in such a powerful way that it will inf- impact your family. It will impact your marriage. It will impact your kids. Stephanie, how will the year of the Bible mm-hmm. impact your family? Oh, my goodness. In so many ways. I'm not just thinking of this generation. I'm thinking the generations that have already passed, like my grandma and grandpa and my kids and my grandkids and their grandkids. Mm-hmm. I want it to affect every generation because I know God's word is powerful. He won't just give it to us just to sit on the on the bookshelf, to sit there. It is an amazing tool and we need to open it instead of, I'm just being real here, instead of going to the celebrity or that artist over there and seeking wisdom from the TV guy or this self-help book. Those are great, but it's not what is going to change you from your core Mm -hmm. of who you are and the way God has designed you and made you for this everlasting impact. There's so many times, like when I first became a Christian, I was reading my my Bible so much. I was devouring it. I just wanted to chew on it. And I go home and I'm like, mom, we need to read this. We need to go to church. We got to do this. And it to this day, my mom has always remembered that. And it was a wow. beautiful time in her life because her daughter got a hunger for God's word and she brought it home and was opening up her Bible. It's simple. It's simple. You know, what, you know what shocks me the most is, now I am clearly, John, I know you find this hard to believe, but I am the oldest one in the room, no question. <laughs> and it doesn't matter how much you read the Bible, it doesn't matter what your age is, the more I read, the more I get into it, the more I discover, the more I become changed because of it. I have found that you still realize what you don't know. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I agree 100%. Jay, you guys have some events coming up for Pulse that are big events. Yeah. What's coming up? Yeah, I mean, we really wanted to try to kick this off here with uh, this year of Year of the Bible. Um, and, and one of the things that we just asked the question, what if in 2020 caused more churches and ministries than ever before to rally more people to greater scripture engagement? Imagine that what if God would do, what would he do if we collectively turned to him? And, uh, and research tells us that currently 98 million people in America who open the Bible but they're not engaged with it. And 40 million are church attendees. So we're just like, man, how can we really try to do something to really launch this, kick it off? So obviously here in January, and we're just we're just thinking, how can we really uh, project this into the new year? And, uh, and we just said June 20th mm. of 2020, we're going to gather on the National Mall. We have, the, we have it reserved right at the steps of the Lincoln, and we're going to call as many believers as possible to come and, uh, and really unite together. Um, and we're going to read scripture together. We're going to uh, listen to wor- the word of God through uh, speakers, and we're also going to be uh, listening to music. But we're literally, it's a 12-hour program, and we're going to at least have three hours of it, of reading scripture right from the stage of the Lincoln. Wow. And then we're going to kick it off in that way. And then uh, a year later, we're going to gather in Philadelphia, right on the, the mall there, and we're going to have a, a big celebration uh, a year later. So 2021. Yep. Okay, so this is what I want to do, John. John, I'm leaving town. 
You're leaving, you're leaving me. I'm leaving town. Say and, so. I'm, and I'm going to the National Mall June 20th. Taking the show on the road. 2020. <laughs> I need a couple mics to bring, yeah. and I'm going to be interviewing people at this event. All right. All right. How great. amazing is that? Yep. Super pumped. Reagan, you want to come? I'm there. Yeah. I'm already going. Yeah. Goodbye, yep. honey. I'm on the road. There's going to be a, a ton of installations, we call it, and a lot of ways that people uh, can leave the the stage area, leave the audience, and go and and kind of be involved and, and learn how to read the Bible and learn how to pray and learn how to share their mm-hmm. faith and learn how to mm-hmm. be discipled. So there's going to be a number of tents throughout the grounds on mm-hmm. the National Mall and, uh, and really implementing how can people get uh, deeper into God. So we're speaking with Jay and Steph Anderson, and we're talking about the Pulse Movement, what's happening, 2020 year of the Bible, and marking on your calendars, June 20th, fly in. 2020 at the National Mall, where we are going to gather and you are going to watch God rock this world. So the verse that came to me was in Acts 420. It says, we cannot be quiet. We must tell people about what we have seen and heard. Imagine people this year of the Bible getting into God's word, hearing things, experiencing things, seeing things, and they cannot be quiet. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be an outpouring of God's spirit and mm-hmm. working in people's lives and his power is going to go forth and it will be forever different. Amen. Amen. Mm. Sister, preach it. More of it. It's just amazing. We cannot be quiet. Even the rocks will sing. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And I was there in 2016 in D.C. So was Shug when you guys had that big event. And I could say that that was completely life-changing for me to see that many people from every tongue, tribe, and nation at the National Mall praising the Lord. We all got on our knees together Mm. and prayed and asked Jesus and just to come and be with us and to transform us. And so, guys, if you're listening, ladies and gentlemen, get there. It is powerful. It is transformational. Bring your kids. We're bringing our kid this this time and um, be moved and be changed. Move closer to Jesus. Yeah, Lord willing, this could be a historic moment for yeah. our nation. We know that, uh, yeah, the different, uh, yeah, people in politics really want to be involved, and mm-hmm. and not that they're on the stage, but that we are praying for them. Yeah, and yes. we are. Boy, do uh, we need that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, both sides of the aisle, people. Absolutely. This is not one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Both sides of the aisle need to be praying God's word. God wants to bless us. And he says in his word, he wants to open the storehouse of blessing in our lives. And all we got to do is ask. And so we are asking for that storehouse of blessing Mm. to be on this event. The weather would hold up this year, not so hot as we had in 2016. And then as well, that God would work powerfully, not only Steph and Jay in your own marriage, in your own family, in your own life, as that being the core, but then as well, the year of the Bible. I'm super pumped to see what God's going to do. I want to keep up on this. Would you guys stay in touch with me? I want to bring our listeners updates. What's happening near the Bible? What are some miracles you've seen happen? Um, But before we go, how can we be praying for this event, for this year, um, year of the Bible? Yeah, I would just say, I mean, the biggest thing is like, there is so many different things that are going on in 2020, Mm -hmm. as we know, so many different events and so many different uh, gatherings and 
and just campaigns and, and our prayer with the Year of the Bible is that it is incorporated into every single event, mm-hmm. every different church service, every different movement that's going on, because the Year of the Bible can be for everybody. Mm-hmm. It can literally be um, just the greatest movement that our nation's ever seen. And why would we not want that to be all about the Bible? Man, so that's I want the women prayer. in prison to do this. Amen. I really do. Amen. I mean, there's a revival going on there as well. Another huge prayer request would be um, just a hedge of protection over the staff and families. Mm -hmm. My husband here, he is traveling a lot, and I know it is going to rev up. So just being like to hedge of protection over families and just support and for strength and for their kids saying, why is dad not here Mm -hmm. again? You know, Mm -hmm. just that comfort from Mm -hmm. God and peace in those times of a lot of travel. Well, and we know in ministry, all of us are in ministry, that the spiritual warfare is intense. Yep. I mean, we are on the front lines watching God do his most powerful work. Jay, Steph Anderson, thank you so much for coming on. Hey, thank you, Thank Shane. you. My dear friend, Reagan, you know I love you tons. Love you too, Shane. You know, will you come back again with me? Of course. We just have so much fun. And John, I couldn't do this without you. You're not getting rid of me, Shane. Amen. <laughs> Ladies, this is Sugbury. Him for her radio women's hot topics. You know I love you. Until next time, over and out.